Hello, guys. Welcome to Humans Discussing Things podcast with Shahadra and Sherry. You are listening to episode number seven, and today we have a special guest with us. I want to thank you and welcome Raina for joining us on this episode of Humans Discussing Things. You know, it's nice to have other humans here. (laughs) And uh, we're going to be discussing a little bit about being mindful in video games, along with some other cool stuff, just with, you know, internet and just society and where we're going. So kick back, relax, and get ready to listen. It's a a cool one. For all my my gamers out there, I think you're going to enjoy this. Welcome again. Just people talking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So why don't you start with like an update? Because I feel like it's been a while, but I really find that it was like hilarious that I had last week, I had my little run-in with Rogers. And then this (laughs) week, you're dealing with Rogers. And I feel like it's like the ultimate dealing with your cable company or dealing with your internet company is like the ultimate challenge in mindfulness because they will test every inch (laughs) of like your being. And you really just got to stand strong through the whole process. I hear you. I feel it really shows us like this really shows me how attached I am to my internet now though. And this is like a new thing for me. But yeah, I was like, as the time was ticking by, I was really aware of time today because I noticed as each moment goes by, I'm like, I've missed another thing. I've missed another thing. I need this internet back on. Like it became all encompassing all day, right? And and I mean, they have you working in this tiny space. Like I'm behind my couch in this like little one foot space. So I'm trying to not get caught up in even just the fact that I have no room to mess with these wires and that I use the wrong wire or whatever. And it was like, you sent me that wire. Yeah, I mean, so. it makes me feel better that like people are going through like you know what I'm feeling now. Like now, when you look back and you listen to that past podcast, you know exactly where I was, like mentally, like spiritually, like and you you said it. We're so dependent on internet now; it literally runs everything. And when that's the one thing that's connect us, like when you're disconnected, it literally just throws your entire, you know. I don't want to say existence because that sounds really, really dramatic, but you kind of get what I'm saying. It no, literally just it affects yeah. everything and everybody, point blank, period. Existence a good word because we exist in this age now where this is the most important thing. We've created this as the most important thing, right? This is our connectivity. We're living in a pandemic. We can reach everybody like this with no risk. So I hear you. This is our existence now. <laughs> so what like, how do you, you deal with... What do you think about how, like, like, do you feel that, that we're just like, this is, you've grown up where you've had internet since you were like 11 years old, like. I think, no, well, I got my first computer when I was 12. You guys didn't give me internet access on it at first. So I think it was like maybe a year later you gave me internet access or maybe within that year. Well, I'm supervised. You, you were supervised on the computer downstairs, though, right? <laughs> computer downstairs? <laughs> that shows you. So in your mind, you only remember when it became... My different. brain is, like, not good at remembering things. Okay, like- Sherry, give us some context for the people who are just, like, you know, Raina's our special guest. you got to give them some context so they know who she is, where she's from. Raina, who are you? you know? Where are you from? <laughs> yeah. 
That's a little about yourself. Well, I mean, technically, I'm from woman. you, but oh, were they? Sorry. <laughs> we're gonna go there. <laughs> when you were 12, what kind of internet access did you have? Like, was it super fast? Was it still in the telephone line, or how did it work? Um, I don't know. When I was younger, I don't really remember much, but okay, I, it was ow. Um, <laughs> the internet access that I do remember having where we used to live was, uh, it was pretty fast. It was, um, we had a modem. Um, okay. for as long as I can remember, we've had a modem. So, okay. so it wasn't, it wasn't ever dial up. I, I think I'm too young for that. I think that was kind of phased out before <laughs> I was blessed. born. You're blessed with having been too young for that. I think, yeah. I, I think that got phased out before I was born, but... <laughs> Okay, so you you can't you were born at just the right moment. That's amazing <laughs> for us. Like for me, growing up, I I do remember getting my same like a, my first computer around the same age, but it was all AOL like CD disc that had like time, and then you had to connect it to your phone. And if you were on the phone, you couldn't be on the internet, and it took you like you know three days to download a song <laughs> worth like twelve megabytes. Like it was insane. So for me even though we have like, to this day, I have the fastest internet I've ever had, but my patience, I feel like it's just gotten, or like the expectation has gotten like so tiny that I like, I hate to say it, but it's almost like first world problems. Like anytime I complain about the internet, somebody's like, yeah, okay, these are first world problems, like, like relax. But like, we all kind of agree, like it's such an intricate part of life now that like I hate to even like compare because it's not water it's not food but it is something that okay for example right I I would say it's definitely our culture and it's our community you know which is like how we socialize and even our education and and you know our infrastructure it's all online our banking our everything you know they're talking about doing voting online I mean it's just gonna be you know everything is online so it can be akin to something that you know is a necessity maybe not like you know the first couple necessities water and food but it's up there it's definitely up there I mean you can't you can't do so many things now if you don't have access to the internet I remember actually that reminds me of the cell phone we stopped having a home phone so many years ago that they were like you have to have a home phone number. Do you remember that? They would say, you have to have a home phone number. We'd be like, no, we haven't had a home phone number in years. Why would we? We have our phones on us. So I remember that kind of switch that happened where it's like you didn't exist if you didn't have a landline. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> Raina, like, they're, they're, I think your age group is kind of like skipped over that. But like, even me and my friends were joking the other day, like, there used to be a time when you would have to pick up the, like, to talk to your crush, you would have to pick up the phone, dial their number, speak to their parents first, and then (laughs) ask them to pass the phone to somebody else. Like, there was no, like, now there's no in-between, right? You can talk to somebody and not have to speak to anybody else except for that person. And it can be, like, instantaneous. And, like, it is the coolest thing and the freakiest thing that I've ever encountered. (laughs) So it's just... Just yeah. wow, what a life that we live in. When I, was younger, when I was younger, my, my mom was always like, I, I think it was, I wasn't going to be getting a phone until I was 14. I ended up, I ended up getting one at 12. Wow. But, but then my sister has had a phone, 
How long has she had a phone? Uh, she's Since she was 12. To, she's, <laughs> no, she's 12 going on 13. She's had a phone for a few years. She, oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. We're going to uh, split months now. So she got her phone the Christmas before she turned 12. So by a few months, okay. yes, Serena, she was just a oh, couple God. months before. That that seems to matter very much, I think. What is that, like <laughs> seventh grade? Well, I, wasn't, I only got one at 12 because I started walking by myself and to school and walking my sister. That's the only reason. I would have had to wait till I was like 14 or 16 to get one. That was the original plan, but... Yeah, because they're in, in essence, they're like a mini computer walking around in your pocket, right? So do you arm your child with the mini computer already unsupervised or not? You make that decision. So yeah, when you needed it for responsibility, I, I thought that was a good idea. And then the same thing for your sister, we moved and she was starting to walk to school by herself and she was going to be doing community service at the school as well in the evening. So she needed to have connectivity and as far as I was concerned. And, and all yeah, practical that, reasons. It wasn't to bother. On that old phone. On that old phone, I spent so much time playing Boggle. <laughs> oh wow! I think that's part of the reason why I'm so like able to like words, not speak them, <laughs> <laughs> not speak words, but like spell words and do word jumbles. I think that was why, because I played. That was like the only game on the phone because it was your old phone. So I would just play that all the time and I found it so fun. That's why I was sad that they uh, removed it from the app store. It's, you actually can't get it anymore. Even when, by the time I got a new phone, I couldn't get it anymore. So I was like, oh, what is my favorite? <laughs> gosh, those original community, oh my gosh, those um, uh, original computer games I used to play, it reminded me of that. I mean, Tetris. Be, no, the ones on the computer, they were adventure games and stuff like that, or, or oh driving God. games. Like, Carmageddon and stuff like that. <laughs> just came Wait, what's the one? What's the one where you're traveling in a wagon and basically everybody just dies? I don't know that one. That's I don't know that. But I what? just remember like it was such <laughs> a little movement. You were just like clicking left and right and like answering questions and typing in text. They were so so. Well, yeah, because you were like you were like um, a family from the Middle Ages or something. You were all in a, a Oregon Trail. It's called Oregon Trail. It was or traveling. The Oregon Trail? Or I think it's Oregon, but. Oregon Trail? Okay. Yeah, like the place? I don't know. I've never played it. <laughs> I just heard of it. But um, okay. it's a side scrolling game where you're, it's basically more a story. It's not as much a game, it's more a story, but I think you get to like choose options and then it'll, it's basically like everybody dies <laughs> <laughs> in, in various ways. It's like, at the end of each either, I think it's like at the end of each day or week, it'll be like so-and-so died from like, they starved to death or so-and-so died from illness or so-and-so died from literally crapping themselves to death. Like that's one of the deaths you can get. There's a, a technical term for it, but I don't Whoa. remember what it was. <laughs> that's interesting. Right? Like always people died traveling in the middle ages. The, like it's basically to represent that. Basically, you're on. I don't even know what Isn't the crazy? goal of it is. <laughs> I think the, I would think the goal is getting where you're trying to go without everyone dying. But I mean, <laughs> interesting. So wait, were these, these are like games that were already on the phone when you got it, or are these like oh, games know, that I were never, just like free that you had access to? I never played Oregon Trail. It was like it's a really old computer game. 
Oh, you just know of it. I was starting to wonder why I, why I had I allowed this you. game. I'm like, my child. No, I never played it. <laughs> I just heard of it. Okay, that makes me feel better. <laughs> uh, I'm like, there's so many like different types of games like, that are like so just out there, but they're they're making them from somebody. Like somebody's playing these games. Like I've never heard of this. To be honest, I'd probably check it out still. Not even gonna lie, but <laughs> I, I <laughs> it's think just like goes can, to show you like. I think you can emulate it, but I but, don't know. Yeah, like no, I'm not going. Right, Xbox S is out now, so. There's like Valhalla to play. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you talk about Assassin's Creed? That I mean, video games, that's so controversial. Like whether or not they're good for you. I think there there's so much that's good. There's so much that's good about ones like stuff like Slime Rancher and Minecraft. Stuff like that. It's constructive. It's like limitless and what you can do. Well, Minecraft is limitless. Slime Rancher, there's kind of like like it's a story. There's a story to it, but like the story, you know, and you can just, it's so cute. I know. <laughs> like just having a bit of a, my brain was just like, stop talking for a second. <laughs> um, no, I know that's your favorite. You're always talking I about love slime the, the cute little slimes that you're oh, so harvesting cute. and stuff. <laughs> harvesting slime. Well, technically it's their poop. <laughs> and you sell okay. it. But, but they're used for things like, like certain slimes are used for things like these phosphor slimes. They're ones that glow in the dark. They're used back, their plorts are used back on earth to create electricity that's eco-friendly. Oh, and there you go. Like a honey slime, a honey slime, their plorts, people use it like regular honey. You can eat it. It doesn't hurt you. It's actually really delicious, apparently. Um, <laughs> like uh, the exploding slimes called boom slimes, their plorts are used for explosive, like explosives, like for mining and stuff like that back on Earth. So it's, it's actually really interesting. They have use. That's the whole point. That's the whole point why you're on the ranch and collecting them and selling them because you're giving them to the companies to use them, to refine them and create and you like, you know, use them for their purpose. This sounds cool. I recommend Slime Rancher. It's a really good game. I, I was playing uh, Seven Days last night. That's what I was playing. See, that, that, yeah, that one, that sounds cool. Sorry, what's Seven Days? That is a zombie survival game. Oh. Yeah, it's co-op. It's couch co-op. Okay. You can play it online, but then people get into your stuff, so I generally don't. <laughs> In our household, uh, we use video games for connectivity and socializing. Um, we play Minecraft together, all four of us, and uh, a couple other games, like adventure games together. <laughs> Sorry, Minecraft's just so good. That's my childhood. That, like, it, it is good. It is good. I, I discovered it around the time it first came out. I was watching a YouTuber play it, and I go up to mom and dad, and I'm like, can we please get this game? Oh. And the first copy we bought was for the PS3. So, and then eventually it evolved into, oh. we have two copies for PS3. I have it on my computer. Uh, we have it on the PS4 downstairs. Like it's, we play it. So Do you remember what I thought it was though? When she first told me, she's like, mom, there's this game called Minecraft. I thought she said mind, M-I-N-D. And she's like, you build all this stuff and you do, and you learn all these things. And there's all these different like blocks and materials. And I went, wow, this is amazing. It's going to build your mind. Of course I'll buy you that. <laughs> right. 
right. So explain it to like, you know, to the people who've never heard of Minecraft. Like explain to us a little bit like what exactly is it? Like, <laughs> it's M I N E craft. It's mining. <laughs> I'm really surprised that if there are people who haven't heard of it because it's like I think it's been like the largest selling game for a while. Like it's been the I think Fortnite passed it for a little bit, but then Minecraft took it like took back its position again so minecraft is it's a like open world completely open world game where uh the main objective is to get to the end and slay the ender dragon but even after that that's where the story ends you can keep playing in your world even after uh even after you defeat the dragon and that's the survival part of it so you fight these creatures, you hunt animals for food, you can farm for food, you know. And like some of my favorites. Yeah, and some of our favorite things is like, we'll be playing as a family and like one of Reyna's friends will pop in and like play for a while or, or somebody else can just pop in. So you can actually socialize with anybody through this game. You can chat and then also still build and create together. So it's like you're, it's just like inviting people over and playing a board game almost, except now this is like really useful for right now when we all can't just get together. So I think that, I think there's just something really important about what we're doing with, with being online and connecting together. But then there's also, of course, the other side of the coin where we have to be mindful of how much distraction we have and how much time we donate to it and like how, how important it gets. Because to me, like the number one thing I dislike, if I was to judge gaming, I dislike like how angry it can make some people and I've seen the controller come down on so many knees while people are screaming or thrown across the room and I can't say I've never done it myself uh, especially back in the in the Wii days when the Wii controller would not be strapped to my wrist. <laughs> I've hit myself in the face many a time with the Wiimote. Oh the Wiimote. <laughs> it's not fun to oh, hit yourself man. in the face but sometimes it wasn't on like sometimes it wasn't at a rage it's like because sometimes you know you're playing those mini games and you smack yourself in the face by accident you get so I've, hit, I've hit other people with the wiimote i've hit other yeah. objects with the wiimote probably hit the dog at one point by accident with oh, the, oh. <laughs> it's I, it's like it gives you this warning right as you turn on the system like make sure there's no people or objects around you where the wrist strap and i'm just like yay that wrist strap. <laughs> that going flying, you know, I'm going to wear that wrist strap. What about so you, Shahadra? <laughs> what do you play? <laughs> um, to be honest, I haven't gamed in a while, and the games that usually get me are, like, it depends what I'm trying to do. If I'm, say if I'm in an angry mo mood, I'll play, like, Grand Theft Auto, you know, because <gasps> that's kind of, like, you know, that allows you to kind of act out your absolute worst self in the most healthiest way <laughs> yes, I hear but you. um some of the funniest games that i remember like other than like the sims for my computer games is definitely like a need for speed which are just like racing games so that's where like you would get to build and race cars um so this was kind of like a while ago before the whole online thing kind of took over it was in it a little bit but like basically like for me to play this game, my friends had to be like right beside me. And like, this is what taught me like patience and like loyalty and discipline because obviously with games, there's like, there's always an end goal. There's like a bunch of mini goals. And then there's like that big end goal. And for me, I just like remember like getting so focused 
trying to complete this one goal and just keep doing it over and over and over and over. And like, this would be hours. Like sometimes it would take days and something in me just kept drawing me to be like, okay, it's okay. You know, you lose, you're frustrated, shake it off, keep going. And I think that's kind of served me a little bit better now, just because I do see in a game, like the stakes are kind of low, right? Like it's that easy to press a reset button. It's that easy to just press, you know, uh, go again mm, in real life really where the stakes are a little bit higher. <laughs> yeah. It, like now that the stakes are a little higher, I still like, you could still kind of gamify life in the sense that like, listen, it does, it, it maybe it didn't work out the first time, just like in a game, you kind of have to just readjust your strategy and try it again. And if that doesn't work, you readjust your strategy and you try it again. And if that doesn't work, you call up your friends and then you guys kind of like work together and then you try it again. And that is so much fun and like that one like that is so creative and that to me is like the best part of gaming like games are supposed to help you become a better person they're supposed to evolve like your mind your consciousness it's not supposed to be you know obviously in this world where like so much focus is on gluttony and so much focus is on numbing yourself because it's so easy access and the worlds have gotten so ginormous which of course is like beautiful and it's creative but when you get stuck in one mode, it just knocks you off balance. And I think the best part about um, the awareness of like, you know, the gaming industry growing is that there's more emphasis on like, you know, how do we balance out the negatives? How do we balance out the toxicity? How do we balance out the game time? How do we balance out the gameplay? How do we add diversity? How do we, you know, push the limits like virtually? And these are all things like at the end of the day, behind the screens are humans, right? It's a human that's programming this stuff. It's a human that's developing. It's a human that's writing the script. It's a human that's playing it. And at the end of the day, when you think about that, like, wow, how many hands did that one piece of, you know, framework have to go through for it to come to you, for you to ultimately enjoy it and then get to talk to, you know, Raina and Sherry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I, I totally agree with you. And I mean, I mean, it's just, it's such an involved thing. It's so many, such a layered thing, you know, everybody has their niche that they love about it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, and it's always in the news too. Like you always see like the newest thing. They're always advertising like the newest, best thing. Like the VR came out and everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's all about the VR yeah. now, you know? And, and I know oh, this yeah. guy, yeah, I, I know this guy is like, like, you're not bringing that in my house. <laughs> well, no, I, no, but there's reasons though, because as it is like, like you were mentioning, um, you know, like you can choose to go into this so fully like like if all of us took that amount of time to play those games so I was gonna say this one guy spent like 15 hours p playing this VR game because he had just gotten it I mean he missed work at everything yeah so that's where I think like you, you really got to watch like as with everything you know like like what what's it teaching you what are you getting from it exactly like you said like notice what it's doing for you and making sure that it's you know you're being mindful and that you're being healthy right is this healthy yeah. for me? Well, it is for a little while, you know, and like some of the stuff that it grows in your brain is amazing. Like seniors are using video games similar to like the Tetris game and, and they're growing these amazing mm -hmm. skills as hand-eye coordination and all, and all these great skills. The same with children. I mean, their hand-eye coordination is amazing from gaming, you know, so there are so many benefits, but then, then you worry, right, about people like that, 15 hours, and then he finally realized he hadn't drank anything, he missed work, and I'm just thinking, wow, <laughs> you know, how do you get that Whoa. attached, you know? 
you get lost essentially because it's so easy and it's like you said sometimes so okay what what I understood is that somebody said to me it's never how much you do it it's always what the effects of something are right that's how you kind of know if you're going if you're bordering on the healthy and the unhealthy range if you're doing something to the fact and it's consistently, obviously, as well. If you're doing something to the fact, like, it's great to get lost. If you're doing this on a weekend when you have absolutely nothing to do, you know, your bills are paid, everything is taken care of, and you want to waste, <laughs> or, you know, waste it wisely. Waste your 15 hours. Do that. When it comes to the fact that, like, okay, now it's affecting your job. And now it's affecting, you know, you even How? self-caring. You, you really got to, you got to really check yourself. And sometimes that's the hardest thing to do. And I would even suggest like, that's when you need to kind of start picking away, like, okay, what exactly is it that is making me do this? Am I trying to get away from something? Or am I just so into it that I'm just having a blast? And if so, you can always adjust it. And if you find yourself not, like people have, you know, there is such a thing as a gaming addiction now. Absolutely. And like, this is something extremely new. Anything can be an addiction. I mean, really, I, I think we really need to be aware of that, right? Just anything. So this is like anything Absolutely. else. Is it healthy for you? Are you, you know, mm -hmm. taking care of yourself? Exactly. Just like anything mm -hmm. else. What were you going to say, Ray? I think people should be addicted to loving themselves. Mm. Oof. Oof. I would say amen. Good one. That, yeah, that, that is amazing. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, really? It's true. You, you, Think because it. It, it wouldn't be ego. It would be if you could love yourself enough to really realize, you know, that, that you are within everyone and, and, and everyone is within you. And then so if you love yourself that much, you're in an essence loving everyone else as well, just as equally. Think about how many industries would shut down at overnight if people decided to start loving themselves a little oh, bit yeah. more how much we could just open up overnight <laughs> right like you know industries would crash but new ones would be born yeah yeah reminds me of that other than death you know there you go yeah how do you know you lived <laughs> when it stops <laughs> it was like an old joke somebody told me <laughs> I just like, <laughs> um, you know, to quote Harry Potter, death is but the next adventure. So uh, it just, everything is how you see it. That's one thing I'm learning. I just thought that was really good. You guys had some <laughs> really good points there. <laughs> I'm, I'm with it. Thank you guys so much for, you know, thank you, Raina, for joining us and adding, you know, your opinions and thank you almost like for your insight amazing yeah, thanks for i don't even know like i know you're in high school that's amazing you know well, you're you're definitely yeah. your mind thanks. is something extra amazing <laughs> taking an extra year you know what i'm 18 and graduated do? already but yeah 18's fun ray enjoy take it. your time <laughs> Really? Yeah, so seriously. Far it's been so far. It's been wake up at five thirty. Don't get home till like seven. I mean, <laughs> kind of sounds like being an adult. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what. That's eighteen. But I you know what? It's a week. Back. <laughs> you got. You got three more days, babe. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, and remember, nothing lasts forever. In all mm. honesty, it doesn't. You know, See, you get to be eighteen once. That's sad and good at the same time. Like, yeah right true so enjoy it all because of that right 
I mean, I, I thought of something the other day and uh, I wrote it down actually. I, I said it as my, uh, my Discord thing. Okay, let's um, hear it. Let me grab it. It's a little sad. Okay. Uh, the saddest thing is remembering your own mortality and remembering the mortality of those you love. Because I, that morning I was like, I got thinking too much and uh, like made myself cry and I like never cry. So, which is not healthy. If you feel you need to cry, do it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I feel it. Don't, don't take, you. don't, don't take my strategies of just like. We'll see, but that's not your strategy anymore. Cause you just pointed that out. So very good, Reina. <laughs> Yeah, don't keep it in. If you, if you feel like you need help, ask it. There are people around who will help you and be there for you. You don't have to hide. There are people who accept you for who you are with all, you know, and all the things that you think aren't great about yourself or that, you know, you feel like is broken about yourself. There will be people there. Even if it feels like there's not. Absolutely. Thanks, well Raina. Said. I felt that. Oh, air hugs. <laughs> well, I'll get to hug you for real in a few hours. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> thank you. All right. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for this. This was awesome. Always, always. All right. Thank you, Shahad. Have a good one. See you. Always. Always a pleasure, Shay. Peace out, Raina. Love you guys. See ya.